Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to this very special edition of Cherokee Business Radio. It's time for Kid Biz Radio, and today's episode is brought to you by the Business Radio X Main Street Warriors program. For more information, go to MainStreetWarriors.org. You guys are in for a fantastic episode this morning, hosted by Renee Deerdorf and Amy Guest. And uh, we had the pleasure not too very long ago of being out broadcasting live at the Kid Biz Expo. We had so much fun. I didn't do any work. I just walked around and bought stuff, visited with the kids in their booths. And uh, my compadre, Sharon Klein, interviewed so many of these young people. It was uh, it was a blast. What's your recap on this, Renee? How do you feel like it went? It was incredible. Mm-hmm. I got to listen later to all of the kids and their interviews, and I was impressed. I was excited all day watching all of the kids give their um, interviews and watching from afar, and I was just, I was like, I cannot wait to go back later and listen to all of these, (laughs) and I got to listen later. I was working and um, just had it playing and just uh, was in awe of it all and just so glad that we had the opportunity to have that happen. Amy, how about you? It was amazing. It was so cute hearing all their different little journeys and their stories and answering questions like pros. Like it was, it was impressive. It was, it was very cute. And I, I know they had a great time. So I'm just glad we had that opportunity. One of the things that I particularly enjoyed, and, and, and the credit goes to Sharon for, for doing this, I, I think, but she asked all of them, I think most of them, for a piece of advice for counsel for other people, young and old, going into business. And you talk about wisdom. Beyond their years, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they talked about persistence and don't let other people tell you that you can't do it. (laughs) One kid said, don't spend all the money you make in one day. (laughs) He had made really good money at one of these things. And then he turned around and bought his mom like, you know, (laughs) this expensive (laughs) item. And I thought, man, this guy could be on a a panel at like a Wall Street Journal conference or something. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so in just a moment, we're going to have a chance to, uh, to to visit with a couple of uh, esteemed guests that many of us know here in the local business community. But before we go there, uh, Renee, Amy, either, uh, both, let's remind the audience uh, what Kid Biz is, is uh, all, all, all about, mission, purpose, and, and what we're out there trying to do for folks. Okay. Um, well, we are a local nonprofit organization with the goal of empowering the entrepreneurial student uh, spirit in kids, um, really helping them go beyond that, just the lemonade stand mindset rather into the businesses of some whatever they're passionate about and just helping them like encourage that journey through. We have workshops, vendor markets, um, networking opportunities and some mentorships. Also, um, just trying to implement programs and resources that help them really grow their confidence along the way and learn those life skills through this uh, the journey of entrepreneurship. I, that was incredibly articulate. I get, I get the idea that you've answered that question before. A couple times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Renee, let's don't keep them waiting. Let's tee up our guests. Who'd you bring with you this morning? So this morning, well, so another aspect of the Kid Biz Expo now is Kid Biz Radio. So this is our first podcast, and the um, 
giving purpose, us a voice, giving us a voice now. <laughs> yeah. um, so us and the community a voice. And the purpose of this show is to create a conversation about the power of entrepreneurship and the positive impact that that journey can have on kids. And we want to bring in the community to have that conversation with us. And so that being said, uh, we have two very amazing people here with us today. We have Chris Tom. Uh, he is that realtor's dope. <laughs> and we have Amanda Suter here today with the Cherokee Office of Economic Development. And uh, first, Chris, um, thank you for being here. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Um, tell us about what you do and how you got, well, you're a realtor. Uh, <laughs> tell us about how you got into real estate. I mean, before I get into myself, I just want to give you guys, uh, you know, congratulations Thank on you. just exactly what you do. Um, just even providing this to the kids um, in the community. I think this is this is really huge. I wish this was available for me when I was a kid. So Thank just you. want to say congratulations you. first. But, you know, me, um, as you said, Chris Tom, a.k.a. This Realtor is Dope. And um, well, obviously what I do, I'm a realtor. I'm a realtor here and locally in Cherokee County. Um, really specializing in turning renters into homeowners and making sure that I educate people on the importance of homeownership. I mean, and I can get into and as we will get in here shortly, how um, being an entrepreneur or, you know, me trying to attack that space that I feel like is not, you know, tended too much helps provide that foundation for people to build that generational wealth which is another reason why people want to be entrepreneurs, start their own business and obviously, you know, generate yeah, that wealth for themselves. Absolutely. So how did you get into real estate? Ooh, how did I get into real estate? So it wasn't overnight. Um, mm. I started about four years ago. Um, I was working um, operation space with UPS and it was great money. Let's say that first. It was great money. Um, originally from New York, moved down here with that job. Um, but probably within eight months, I felt like, I wanted more, right? And I started thinking long term. I started thinking, I'm not going to work till I'm 65 to live off a of 401k. I just thought that didn't make no sense to me. I'm young. I'm not working for another 30 something years. For somebody to, else. For somebody else <laughs> to make, you know, a set amount of money, have a cap on what I'm able to to make. And obviously to get into real estate, you think you're going to make a million dollars the first day, mm -hmm. right? And you sadly awakened. Um, but I got into it and then I realized the impact that I can have on helping our community, helping people that are less knowledgeable about real estate. And um, that's pretty much, you know, what drove me to, you know, build a brand um, and focus on what I focus on and helping clients obtain that financial freedom through real estate. So when you were going through that process, what did you envision as being the, the most challenging thing to get going? I think getting people to, I guess, respect or understand uh, my mindset, and because when you walk into something brand new, you're not a you're not seen as a professional in that space yet. I would mm. say so. You have that type of uh, that something to overcome there. Um, but I think the more you stay consistent, the more I stayed consistent with it, and realize you know the message that I'm trying to portray and get out there and how I'm just trying to help people. And I think that was very easy to overcome once I just stay consistent in knowing my purpose and what I wanted to do. So do you think that some of that was self-manufactured or do you think you had real data and people really did feel that way in the beginning? Real data. Hmm. <laughs> my real data is just kind of seeing 
you know, people that I'm around and, you know, social media is a very powerful tool, you know, yeah. just kind of seeing the fact that many people are not, weren't owning, right? Um, especially people that look like me, you know, weren't owning a lot as well. So I just wanted to kind of just kind of change that a little bit, but also just educate, you know, just everyone on how we can do that. Um, so it's a little bit about me. So self, self-motivation, but also what I've seen and how I felt like I impacted. What do you think, um, I guess, one of your hardships or your biggest takeaway on that entrepreneurial journey that you could possibly um, teach to a, a child that's trying that journey on, you know, like experiencing those hardships at a younger age, possibly, and learning through those life skills would be beneficial to them. How could you correlate that from what your journey was? So hardships, again, it, it kind of goes back to staying consistent. Right. And I think that that's key in anything that we do. We want to, if we have a, a vision, we have an idea. Um, I think we have to just kind of promote that, you know, especially to the kids. And we have to, you know, let them know, like, it's okay. You have, you have an idea. It's okay to move on it. Right. And find someone, find that trusted person that you can kind of share that information with. Right. And even if you, you kind of want them to have that, share that same idea with you or share that understanding. But even if they don't, you still want to be able to know that, that you have something special that you can move forward with and don't let someone tell you like, Oh, this may not work. Right. Right. This people that's going to have, you know, something to say where it's like, you know, we can do this, we can tweak this, but don't let nobody say, Hey, it's not work. Especially if you feel, if you feel passionate about something. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to touch on that, when I got into, I resigned from my job before I got into real estate. So there was no security there. There was no right. income. I did have enough, you know, safe to, you know, support my life. But then I didn't realize how expensive my lifestyle was, first of all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I had people say, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. You should try to get into real estate while you're working, blah, 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 blah. But I believed in what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I just didn't let that deter me away. Now, were they right? Could they have been seen as right? It all, every, we all have different perspectives. Absolutely. Right? Um, maybe I would have never had to not make money for another eight months. But at the same time, it taught me something. It taught me to continue grinding, to continue mm-hmm. staying consistent in what I'm doing. And and if I believed in what I was doing, that nothing was going to stop me. And by doing that, that will help me get to where I am today. Absolutely. Finding that passion and that drive and focusing on it. And I think that comes back to a, what we're hoping to encourage these kids to do. It's finding that at a young age. So it's something that they can pursue in a path that they can follow. Absolutely. Because I know for some of us, finding that at an older age wasn't as easy. (laughs) Learning those obstacles later in life um, versus accomplishing them when you're a little more resilient. But the good thing about, you know, kids, uh, this makes me sound old. I swear I'm not old. (laughs) We all feel it. It's okay. None of us are old in this room. Not at all. It's the information that's available, right? The technology Mm -hmm. that's available right now. It makes it that much easier. It makes it, there's some aspects of it that that are tough. But I feel like it just makes it that much easier to to press to press on, move forward, and bring your ideas to life, and connect with people that you may or may not even know, mm-hmm. right? Because at one point we didn't know each other in this room, right? So um, I think that's very huge and something that you just want to, you know, tell the kids and and have them press forward on. Absolutely. Yeah, I think one one of the things I was going to pick your brain on was, um, and it kind of leads, you know building on what we were just saying was, you know, what are your thoughts on the different career path options that are available now for oh. kids versus when we, we were in high school? 
I mean, there's there's so many. There's there's so mm-hmm. many career paths for for kids that do not include you know the conventional schooling. Mm-hmm. If I said that right, right, yeah. going to college, <laughs> high school, finishing high school, and all that good stuff. Um, there's so many opportunities, and I and I like it. It's a gift and a curse with mm-hmm. everything. Is it's a gift and a curse. Um, but I think it allows this the kids of today to to build these businesses, to become entrepreneurs, you know, to, to have an idea and really grow their idea without, and, and grow it themselves. When I say themselves, utilizing social media, usually, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't even talk. You, yeah, I can't even say that word. <laughs> utilizing. There we go. There we go. You got to yeah. crop that out. <laughs> U- utilizing what we have available mm-hmm. to help them grow their, their business. I mean, you, just any idea. I mean, I know you guys have seen, you know, a bunch of kid entrepreneurs and ideas that they come with. Um, I don't think the traditional way of education helped that, right? I felt like it came from within and I feel like it came from where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And them not probably not seeing it going the traditional way and like, you know what? I want to build something. I want to be the boss. I want to, you know, grow this into X amount of, um, million dollar company or whatever their vision is, they didn't get that. I feel like from school. Correct. So that's why I see that. That's why I said that there's a value in the information that's available to kids nowadays. Absolutely. I feel like sometimes, you know, like you were saying, there's a, there's a blessing and a curse with all the information that's out there. And I feel like with what we're trying to do, there's, it's, it helps narrow in and give some structure to all of that information. Because with so many options, it can kind of become overwhelming. And what we're trying to do is kind of rein that back in and give some structure to that to kind of help guide them to um, build a path to where they can have a way to get that. It's like you're giving them another opportunity. Another path. Another path, exactly. Another path that's a little more structured and clear and um, gives them a sense of purpose. But what I also think you guys are doing, and you may may or may not know this, is that you may, kids may not know that this is even an opportunity for them. They may not know they want to start a business. They may not think it's something of interest. But then when you see certain kids that you know, or like, oh my, that that kid is 10 years old and they're doing that. Like, why can't I do that? Mm -hmm. Right? You're you're showing them that outside of Social media. This mm-hmm. is the curse, right? Right. right. Just outside mm-hmm. of someone that, you know, has built something one one in a million, right? right. But then you kind of see local kids that look like you that's in the community, like, wait, they're doing it here. I can do that too. We get a lot of that at the expos. Um, a lot of parents are like, Yeah, we brought our kids here today just so that they could see and see if maybe we can inspire them to come up with their own business and are they going to rule the world with beaded bracelets? No, but it's the concept of putting forth a passion and the effort and the journey. And we had a lot of compliments on that from um, community members of of parents that were like, my kids need to see other kids doing this because we want, we want them to try Mm -hmm. this path, you know? And so we're hoping that that influence, not like peer influence essentially um, shows that, that it is possible. Is this your lifelong journey right here? No, but it's a step in that direction. You learn that resilience that, you know, if this one fails at seven, (laughs) that's fine. Cause (laughs) then, you know, your next one could be better. You know, like my child's already had to rebrand one of her businesses because one failed, you know, and she's only 10, you know, you're learning those skills Mm -hmm. at that younger age rather than when we're 
slightly older learning those skill sets. This is all background information. Imagine when your daughter gets 18 and is like, oh, you know, I started three businesses. That 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 hits a lot different. Like that's, uh-huh. Yes, you're you're a bo- you're gonna you're like a boss. I'm just saying, it, right? It's a lot uh-huh. different. Um, they the it's amazing what they've already learned and seen their confidence just bloom and their ability to communicate with adults, which is almost unheard of these days, um, unfortunately. But I mean, even the basic skills of counting money, you know, just like all the things that they're implementing. Yes, it will help them. In whatever path that they choose, but that's Absolutely. the concept behind is like those life skills that you learn on this journey. You just dropped. I wish we could drop this mic because you just, <laughs> that's a drop mic moment because it's more, in my opinion, it's more valuable than dissecting a frog. Absolutely, just, yeah, it, yeah. Like, it's true. You know, how many times have you learned, like I mean, applied that in a day? I'm just saying, learning how to count money, knowing mm-hmm. about business accounts, and you know, just communicating with people, right? Mm-hmm. I Huge. could bring this up, and not to go any uh, into you know, on a tangent, it's but fine. learning how to communicate mm-hmm. with people, right? You're saying mm-hmm. you know how to communicate with adults. Um, Ordering so, food at a restaurant, like that—that's huge, yeah, right? And some people say days. social media takes a, takes that away, or or the new technology takes that away. Mm-hmm. Well, now, you know, by having something in place like this, it mm-hmm. allows you to kind of combat that. That actual physical interaction rather than technology, exactly. technology interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we could go on all day, all day <laughs> talking true. about that. I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, that's what this is. This show is for that. To talk about this. Because it's, you know, we were going back a few steps when you were talking about bringing your kids to the expos, having, you know, my nine-year-old you know, you see these kids, they need to know that there's things beyond um, YouTube. My nine-year-old will watch YouTube and like building the brand, you know, you want to build a business. They need to know they can build a business beyond building a YouTube channel. (laughs) You know, they can do things beyond that. They can build, you know, they're not going to necessarily build um, a business and rule the world building the bracelets like Amy was saying, but they can build something, you know, go beyond their screens or their phones. They can, they have ideas, they have passions, they have ideas, they have purpose beyond all of that. And that's what coming out and seeing all these things and seeing all these kids do these things. That's what this is all about. And, you know, I just wanted, that's what I wanted to bring to it. It was just say that it's, you know, it's the YouTube stuff. Like I just see my kid watching this stuff and it drives me crazy. It's not like there's just a one in a million shot of being able to do it. And all that stuff is so highly produced and, you know, good for those people that do those things, but it's not, I think just, we need to get her a YouTube that. channel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just drives me crazy. Like, I just, you know. There's, and, and there there's goes my YouTube it. sponsorship, right? It's down no, the drain. No. <laughs> I mean, we have a YouTube channel, by the way. It's all supportive. It's just, it, there's just more to it. Just showing that there's real life concepts out there, not that social media influence that's being highly pushed at the moment. Mm-hmm. So going outside of that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm passionate. And I want to also just just chime in where we're not, you know, saying that, you know, anything else outside of entrepreneurship is bad. Correct. Right. No, um, sure. But course. I think what I what I I think that you guys also want to show is you can be an entrepreneur and you can still be a career professional. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. And because think about if you're like a, a doctor, you aspire to be a doctor. That's a great profession. Right. That's your career. Mm-hmm. But maybe you have something that you can another business you can build that's going to help you as a doctor. Like there's nothing that's going to stop that. And mm-hmm. that kind of helps people like, you know what? I want to be a doctor, but also want to, 
provide this tool to make surgeries easier. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's an entrepreneurial spirit while mm-hmm. still maintaining owning that your profession. own practice is essentially Absolutely. the same concept. Exactly. I mean, it's implementing 100%. that path with your career, and mm-hmm. there is no wrong path. We're not trying to say what's right or wrong. Just showing that there's more options that that we were provided. Absolutely. We were somewhat forced down like two roads of life, and you know, and that was really it. And now it's like, wait a minute my thoughts and passions and dreams could do something else. Exactly. So. But guess what? By you being forced down those two paths allowed you to kind of, you guys to kind of combine and, and, and put this thing together. Right. Because so, you're like, there's so much out there that you want to provide. Absolutely. So still not bad <laughs> that we were. Exactly. Uh, we learned a lot, obviously, and we're implementing those things, but it also opens your eyes to what you want for your kids and what more options you want for your kids. And technology has also opened the door to this other path. For sure. I think has made it more accessible to people and the traditional educational system only has so much time to teach all the things. And I think that that's also those frogs take a lot of time. Those frogs do. (laughs) And there's a lot of, you know, the red tape and all the things that they're required to do, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, it's, you know, like we've said, there's no knock to any of the things. It's just, We've come along, we've seen a need, and we're trying to fill that need. Mm-hmm. And that's just as simple as that. And um, This is going to be big. Don't yeah. worry about it. This is going to yeah. be big. And I, I love what you guys do again. Just giving you guys your, your flowers. Just letting you know that this is a, this is a real big deal. Oh, we appreciate that. Kids of all ages. Not all ages, but you get the point. Most ages. Yeah. Most <laughs> ages. Kids of most ages. There you go. Disclaimer. You know, can, can do something special. So I can see it in your eyes, hear it in your voice. I know our listeners can as well. You really enjoy your work. What are you, now that you're there to some degree, what are you finding the most rewarding, man? What are you enjoying the most? Oh, man. <laughs> um, what, which which one? I find, I find it all rewarding. I mean, and, and it's, it's something that people don't know. So as, as a realtor, you're, you're damn near like a, a, a counselor. At, at the same time, I can right? see that when yeah. we went to buy a house, you're, yes, you're everything under the, you you do it all. Um, but I think the the real gratification just kind of comes from knowing that you've helped someone elevate their life. Like if you know people that know me, and, and they'll say like, you know, oh, he helped me level up my life, and they'll use that type of term. And by level up, meaning you didn't own a home when we met, right? And so I have a client didn't own a home when we met. Um, Guide her to to purchase one, right? And obviously, you know, the last couple of years is totally different. We understand it, but guess what? You capitalized on it. So in 2019, you didn't own one. Now you you own a total of three. Wow! And you've added almost a million dollar net worth, a million dollars in assets to you. Like I was a part of that, and I think that's huge. And to know that I've helped someone do that, I think that's the biggest gratification. Yeah, I got paid in the on, in the meantime, <laughs> which note. is great, but. <laughs> I mean, that set that. them up for life mm-hmm. and that set them up to do something that they can leverage and create more wealth for their family. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Right. So that's, that's the real passion for me. Um, so that's why, you know, just going back to renters to homeowners, like that's why that's a thing. Do I do more than that? Of course I do. But that's like a real passion because it all starts from that. You can just leverage so much. You just don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why. Um, so it's funny you, you say that. So, um, that's just the real, the real biggest thing. And there's, there's others, but I think that's, that's the, that's the biggest, that's the biggest for me. Cause you're not doing it just for the money. 
Because you mean, have to, you're doing, you have a passion for it, and at the end of the day, it's bringing you gratification and then the, the joy that it brings you and helping people and all of that. I mean, that's absolutely. Now, we don't want to tell kids to go out there and build businesses to not make money. There's more. There's more to it than that. Right? To it. But what we want to also, what I think, you know, what I like to show people is just that the money's going to come if you have right. the right intentions Absolutely. and you mm-hmm. you focus on you know just kind of helping people serving people serving i think the money's going to speak for itself mm-hmm. and you're not even going to worry about the money you're not even going to realize the money well mm-hmm. i mean i say it, you're not going to realize you're going to realize it but it's not going to be a point of focus i should mm-hmm. say right. it's mm-hmm. going to you're going to get paid but you're going to be like you know what i've helped 10 people mm-hmm. this month i've helped tell pe- 10 people and you stay life. true to yourself that way yep absolutely and that builds upon itself and that sh- that shows in what you're doing and then that helps create that your clients will see that and that makes them want to come back to you or refer you because it, it comes out in your personality and it's showing what your your honesty through that and then mm-hmm. like you said from that yeah the money will come you know and Absolutely. that's the side note from that but it's finding a way to stay true to yourself and to build your business and that can be said on any platform and that's another lesson to teach these kids that like finding that passion and staying true to yourself will lead you further than you have to, you have to stay true to yourself. I've had to leave a couple of jobs along my journey where I wouldn't, you know, I was going to have to look myself in the mirror right at the end of the day and those kinds of things. And I was like, I've had to leave a few, but it's okay. And that's okay. okay. I was fine with it. That's okay. And I got you, you know, here today where Mm -hmm. you're at today, you know, pouring into, you know, the future. That's how I would call it pouring into the future. These life lessons. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it's, um, it's, it's, it's great. You guys just continue to do, continue to do what you're doing. Thank you. I'm going to say it at least five more times. Okay. (laughs) We'll we'll count it. That was one. No, (laughs) technically that's like three. That's true. That's true. I have two more to go. There you go. There you go. So I guess we can um, introduce Miss Amanda Suter now with the um, off- Cherokee Office of Economic Development. Hi, Amanda. Hello. Happy to be here. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Hi, Amanda. Here. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, you are so amazing. You serve on our um, board of directors, and we appreciate you um doing that you have been instrumental in the growth of our organization and we appreciate you so much um and um we um wanted to bring you in here today because we just wanted to ask you um what you think about the uh organization and how you um envision it helping the county in the future Wow, that's a lot there. That's a lot. <laughs> and its role in no, no in pressure, the county. no pressure. Yeah, yeah. and its role in kind of helping the county and and what, how you thought you know when you first saw us and maybe your initial thoughts on that and you know how you thought maybe we'd be a good team. Yeah, absolutely. So talking about my first experience and mm-hmm. first thought of it, I have to say it's been just about a year now when yeah, I it first has. met you, Amy. Met a year ago. A year yes. ago at an event similar to the Kids Biz Expo mm-hmm. at the Chamber Palooza, mm-hmm. where we had adult business owners there yes. presenting. Um, and when you guys first approached me about it, I was like, oh, okay, they're doing little classes for kids. They're selling lemonade and friendship bracelets. <laughs> <Right>. Okay. <laughs> you know. Just kind of shrugged you off a little bit and said, good job, ladies, helping our kids. 
Um, but then I guess about six months later after that, we met again. And that's when you were preparing for your second Kid Biz Expo mm-hmm. in Canton, right there at the Mill in Etowah. Um, and I said, hey, I want to check this out. So I'm going to volunteer. So I came out that Sunday and helped. And oh, my gosh, I had goosebumps <laughs> all day long. It was amazing to see the kids, um, just how well these kids were versed from their marketing skills. As soon as you walk past the booth, they were like, hi, ready to sell you something. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're drawing people they, in. They really were. It was amazing. So you guys sold me at that event. Awesome. Absolutely. And I said, this is something that's going to be wonderful, like, you said, uh, Chris, that you're just pouring into the future. So I knew this was something that needed to grow and flourish. And so I'm happy to be on the board with everybody. You've got a great team behind you. Um, so from a county's per- perspective with education, we talk, you guys talked a little bit about the schools and how instead of dissecting frogs, we really should be learning <laughs> entrepreneurship skills. And I think that that's amazing because when I was a kid, that wasn't a kid that wasn't around. You know, you were taught you go to college and then – you get a degree and you work for corporate America. And while you, it is a good opportunity, there are other opportunities available. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of our programs for the Cherokee Office of Economic Development to help meet the needs of employers and your demand today for our trade skills, we have our Be Pro, Be Proud mm-hmm. program, um, which is a great program that we bring not only to Cherokee County students, but throughout the state of Georgia. Our mobile workshop has 15 different trades that are represented on there where kids can learn hands-on experience, fun games about the different skilled trades. So I think that's important because when you develop these skilled trades, you can be an entrepreneur. Absolutely. What age group um, does that target? Um, Those are 13 and older, I believe. So we're mostly hitting the high schools. That's great. Teaching them, yeah, from a... From that standpoint of opportunities that they have. And I'm glad you brought that up because we are going to, as an organization, um, have a, I guess, an arm of, I guess, kid biz trades where we're going to try to be a feeder program into Be Pro, Be Proud. And we have somebody within our organization that's going to kind of champion that. It's in the works. It's in the works. It's, it's not we're trying to. that right now. We're not announcing it, but I mean, it's something that we're going to try to do um, to try to work with that organization um, and see if we can try to make that happen um, because we agree that it's really important to have that be something that we focus on. Trades are incredibly important. Yeah. I, I, that program sounds in, super influential mm-hmm. like it and important to the, the kids and the schools today. Yeah. Well, I'll be happy to connect you and let mm-hmm. you so you can learn about the Be Pro Be Proud program that our office hosts. I'll connect you with those. Um, but it's not also just about the skilled trade. You know, our office really promotes the film industry. Yeah. Molly Mercer, she is our film product project manager, and they have a one time a year film summit where yeah. the kids get to come out and spend a day and learn about all the opportunities and the film careers. Um, so that's fun, but it's really trying to meet the demand of the local employers here in Cherokee County, Metro Atlanta area, making sure that the kids are educated and ready, prepared for those demands. I mean, we know that skills are forever changing and you need to meet the demand of the needs today. I mean, Renee, you know, from marketing, it's no longer about newspaper ads and TV commercials. You have the social media, TikTok. There's so many different uh, avenues now. So Mm -hmm. you definitely have to always have that skill Absolutely. Yeah. Learning those life skills at a younger age and moving and applying it to what the employer's demands may be. Absolutely. So I'm curious. So tell us a little bit about a day in the life of an economic development professional. What, What does your day, your week look like? It must be incredibly diverse. 
Well, it's never the same. You never know. You <laughs> right? may get an invite to uh, be on a business radio talk show the next day. <laughs> uh, it's very diverse. Yeah. Um, my career profession with economic development has ranged from working with Main Street small business owners in downtown, historic preservation, uh, working with tourism partners from hoteliers. Uh, but right now with the Cherokee Office of Economic Development, I am working with small business owners, whether they're at the concept stage looking to get a business started to those that are growing. Um, I thank you, Stone, today. I see you have your One Million Cups t-shirt on. <laughs> Help brand in One Million Cups. That's a program that I manage. Um, it's a really fun opportunity for new business owners that are either at that concept phase or are about under seven to five years and maybe they're looking for some help and guidance from their peers. So it's an opportunity for them to come out, tell their story. Why did they leave their previous business to start <laughs> this new venture? Um, what are they looking to succeed with this business? And then they can ask the community questions, whether it's from HR backgrounds. Um, maybe you're looking for assistance for marketing, feedback. Maybe it's a supply chain issue that you're having getting your business up and going. And so you, there's a, a group of people out there looking to help you, and you get really good, strong, organic feedback um, from that event. Uh, the other program that I'm working on is the North Atlanta Venture Mentoring Program. It's a mouthful. We call it NAV <laughs> to keep it short. Um, it's a program that started about three years ago. Our office chose it because it is a program that's principled by MIT up in Boston. And so it's the only one like this in the state of Georgia, where it's a team-based mentoring. Um, you come in and you apply and you say, hey, I'm looking to grow my business and I'm needing some help in different areas. And after the application process, we'll team you up with about three or four different mentors. Uh, we have seasoned professionals of all different backgrounds and a very diverse group that we're working with. I wish we had a button to like drop a bomb right there, like. Where's the sound effects? I'll have the kids at the shop and drop that in for you, man. I just think that's amazing. Sorry, yeah. it is amazing having all those resources available to small business owners. That's that's crucial for their development and their growth. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun to learn about all the different business owners. You know, we've had seventeen come through the program for the mentoring, mm -hmm. and they range from an arborist to a cuckoo clock company. Um, our local favorite, Alma <laughs> Coffee and Bazaar mm -hmm. Coffee. Wow. Yeah, so it's really neat. That is really awesome. neat. I love it. So you're doing on a more professional adult version of what our program has kind of based on, which mm -hmm. is amazing, and keeping it within the county and helping all of these businesses. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I, I love the idea of the, of the, the mentoring, and um, I wanted to ask, Chris, did you uh, have some mentors – as you got into the real estate world, did someone give you some guidance? And have you had an opportunity now that you are where you are to turn around and, and maybe mentor others? Any experience on either of those fronts? You know, when it comes to a mentor, I didn't have a specific one. I mm -hmm. think what makes me different, I think um, I, I pull different things from different people. Um, and I've done this um, even in my, my work life, I call it, <laughs> um, where – you may have something, you may have a way of doing something, you may have a way of doing something, you may have a way of doing something. And I just try to make it my own, I find ways to make what other people have done and try to make it my own. I don't want to say make it better, but make it better. But really make while doing it, while, while making it better, you know, being true to myself and mm -hmm. 
and being me. Applying mm-hmm. it to what works for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as me mentoring, and I didn't know this, and I'm, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. I remember being in a restaurant in Abu Dhabi. It makes me sound cool, I know. <laughs> um, That's and, a little east of here, isn't it? <laughs> just, just a hair. Just east, south, I don't even know. <laughs> but I was there. And I asked um, someone I was with, I was like, you know, what's my calling? Right? And, um, and someone said, um, your calling is that people want to hear what you have to say. Like people listen to you when you talk. I didn't realize that. I was just like, what? And my wife said the same thing. She was like, when people people come to you for advice on something you probably know nothing about, but they want to hear what you have to say about that topic, right? And, um, and I, I say all that to say that um, even before, you know, I am where I am today, and I still have a whole much more to learn because we, we all can learn, um, I still find myself just kind of mentoring, whether it's new agents, whether it's, you know, just people that I come across, just giving them some tips to kind of help them grow, help them, you know, serve their clients and essentially make more money. Um, so I do find, and I, I bring it back to just cause people just want to hear what I have to say, I guess, <laughs> and take in what I have to say, because I don't give you the, the script or I don't give you the generic answer. Like I'm going to give it to you real and I'm going to tell you what you can do and how it can help you. And I'm going to, and then you can, and I'm going to also tell you like, listen, what I tell you, don't do it verbatim. Right. Make it your own. Think about a way to think about what I told you and see how you can make it your own. I think that's mm-hmm. key for a business owner is you have to apply it to yourself in the way that it mm-hmm. works for you and your business. Absolutely. Yep. But good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good question. There's just so much I don't know. I, I, I never run out of questions. <laughs> so who, who's doing the mentoring in, in your program, your NAV program? What, you don't have to name names if you don't want to, but like what kind of people are filling that role for you guys, Amanda. Yeah. So right now we have 26 mentors that we're working with. Yeah. So like I said, they have all different backgrounds. Mayor Michael Caldwell is one of our mentors. You know, he has black airplane here in Woodstock. So he has a strong leadership and it background. Um, Buzz Aaron's, if that's a familiar name for everybody here in Cherokee, he is a mentor. Um, so it's just all different backgrounds we've, um, that we have involved a lot of local people that are well, um, engaged into the community. So people who have background with finance and, um, accounting, Tom Devaney here at the innovation spot yeah. is one of our mentors. Wow. Um, yeah. So. Some real thoroughbred. So how does one tap into this? Is this, a like a business person, how do they tap into this and participate in the program? Right. They can reach out to me at the Cherokee Office of Economic Development, or they could check out our website, our North Atlanta Venture website. I just, I don't know if, I, I didn't, I mean, I did know about it because I know Jim Bulger. Yes, yes, uh, that's right. Jim Bulger <laughs> is but, one of our but, mentors. Uh, I think more people, A, ought to know about it, and more people ought to take advantage of it. Just yes. Absolutely. They can also follow us on our Fresh Start Cherokee uh, social media pages that we have, and we post a lot of information updates about our program and maybe even some successes and wins of the mentors or mentees that are participating yeah. in the program. That's awesome. I, I think that'd be that'd be kind of that'd be kind of big for you know some of the people that come through Kid Biz as um, mm-hmm. Expo as well to kind of get some as of that mentorship grow. as they grow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We do want to implement a mentorship program, so with a similar concept. Um, of a 
finding the um, business leaders in the in the community that are willing to um, share their guidance and their journeys and their knowledge with these kids on a more on like a group setting and like a a one on one basis. Um, but yeah, that is a program that we're hoping to implement next year. Yeah, I'll probably get some logistics of how that's run. Probably get some some feedback from you on how you do that. It's probably, yeah. uh, probably in order. I'm really excited to see the kids peer-to-peer yeah. mentoring. I mean, yes. kids tell the truth, right? Right. So they're going to yes. tell each other. Another, absolutely. Wrong. So another aspect we would like to do, uh, in an essence, an, a peer networking group so that they, like the kids can sit down and have a round table of like, hey, what worked for you? What didn't work for you? And essentially like your kit and business club, like, um, where you get to shout out each other and, and talk about the goods and the bads and have that open discussion where they really can be honest with each other and relate. And they'll probably listen to each other more than they're going to listen to us or parents or whatever. Yeah. So, in the, unfortunately, <laughs> um, but also good for them because they need to hear it from like minded individuals. So, that's, that's also well, a, those a program. Inter- those interviews from the expo are any indication. There's going to yeah. be some. Wise, wise beyond their years. It is yeah, amazing. Some, some of really these kids, big, some good information. You never know what's going to come out. <laughs> well, I think it'll be fun, and I think we have some designs on this. We'll have to figure out the logistics, but I think it would be fun to have not only kids come in as guests, but maybe facilitating some of these interviews. Yeah, a, that's mm-hmm. a goal of ours. What an interesting format mm-hmm. for mentoring, right? If they yes. were to interview a Jim Bolger or or oh, yeah. or, that or would be Chris amazing. Tom, right? Yes. Yeah. Could really gosh. put you on the spot. <laughs> Better have really your ducks cool, in a row though. for that one, Chris. I, know, right? I don't know. Yeah, we have really a couple cool. 13-year-olds that'll oh, really put wow. you in your place. Oh, this would be it'll be great. But you see yeah. just me sitting on the outside looking in. I've already heard about three different type of uh I don't want to call it programs, but three different goals that you guys mm-hmm. have. I mean, that that's what's going to make this, you know, mm-hmm. even greater than than it is. And and I don't think people may not understand, and some people do, but they still don't understand, <laughs> right? That how big and how important this is, you know. Um, and it's something that you can always add to. You mm-hmm. may right. see something, you may have someone come on here with an idea. You, you mm-hmm. may have said something, and it's just like. Oh, we can add that. We can add our own spin to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it is ever growing and changing every day. We have, when we have our meetings, we're just like, Oh my gosh, what about this? They're like, you could just, we have to rein it in sometimes because there are so many avenues that we would, that we would like to explore that we're like, okay, well maybe just for this year, we'll focus on a couple of these, you know, until we can just like develop these for uh, future it feels like lightning in a bottle sometimes because <laughs> we get very excited and there's yeah. so many routes that we could take. And there's so many um, relationships that we've built that could help develop these things. And everybody's got amazing ideas and wanting to help right. and finding ways to implement those. Write it down. Write yes. It down. Yeah. You we have, have a to, book. <laughs> you already have something to work with, which is great. Write mm-hmm. it down. Yes. And then you may get to like, you know what? This is good. And then you may see like, oh, this is a perfect time to do this that right. we wrote down three years ago. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it's just going to be, you know, mm-hmm. just, it's just going to grow. Ever yeah. growing. Yes, that's yeah. the goal. <laughs> Another goal. That's the thought. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man, look at that. Other than uh, there's the two of us and we have seven other people on our board and we are extremely grateful to have them. And um, they help us with they help us a lot. The, our directions. Yeah, they, they all keep have us different strong skills. Sets different strong too. sets. Yeah. Absolutely. You build a strong team. Yeah. So. Everybody offers something, which is very nice because obviously we we don't know everything and we no. can't do everything. No. So moving forward, we do need different sets of skills mm-hmm. around us. And then even outside of that, there's uh, just so many people that are supportive. I'm going to take this clip. She said, 
And by she, a woman said that she does not know everything. Oh, no. I am going to take this clip, pop it out, and I'm going to replay it every day. Really should have thought that one through. Thank you. Appreciate you. I don't think that applies to all women in general. That's just, that was I meant on this specific topic. We don't always mean what we say. Yeah. Also. I don't think this was smart. Aren't we allowed to change our minds? Uh It's our prerogative or something. Look at that. Look. See, I think I started something. Uh Mm -mm. Oh, sorry. Rain it in. See, there we go. (laughs) No, I mean, we just, we're, we're just very grateful. And I mean, well, like Amanda was saying, it's been on the 21st will be a year since our first expo. When we started it all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So a lot has happened in a year and, um, I don't know. I guess gratitude has been the name of the game. It's eye opening. Yeah. And just seeing the amount of support and from everybody that we're getting and just it's, yeah, it's absolutely eye eye opening, awakening. The gratitude is endless. Mm -hmm. How has the participation changed over the last year with your different events? We've, um, we've definitely grown. I think our first expo when it was literally just an idea (laughs) on a whim that we came up with, we had about 27, 28 kids, which is amazing in itself. Um, and then as we've gotten our 501 3C status and moved forward into different venues like the mill and the Woodstock art screen, we've gotten up to over 50 kids at an event. Which is amazing. So total of all the ones we've completed so far, it's been over 150 kids. Yeah, because we've hosted wow. four total expos. Wow, and we've had just at those over 150 kids. And then in between those, we do our workshops. And those range, we can have as five kids, we can have 10 kids. But the consistency is there. So it's definitely growing. What but, do you think has helped your growth? What do you think has helped it grow to kind of where you helped over 150 kids? Awareness. Um, the locations, mm-hmm. um, just getting out there. We've been, you know, trying to talk to anybody and everybody that'll hear us and uh, spread that awareness. Um, just pushing it through, you know, marketing, Facebook marketing groups and things of that nature, but really just getting out in the community and explaining what it is. And so people actually grasp what it entails. And I asked that question because I think you guys can kind of answer the next question, or not even answer the, the question, but you see where you see the place that it has in the community. You don't even have to ask me that. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of see it for yourself, the place right. that it has in the community, just through your own lens. Mm-hmm. But it's also nice to hear that other people think that <laughs> it's yeah. not well, just our vision, but that validation that, yeah, other people know that it is something that could be value that is valuable. I, I think it is. I mean, and I don't even think you need the validate the validation, if that makes sense. I think the activity speaks for itself. Right. So even if you don't hear the validation from, from myself or anybody, right. you, you kind of see the activity. You see the growth. Now, if it was 27 kids and then it went to 26 and then 20, right. 29, it's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? But the constant growth and the the um, reception you're getting within the community and, and probably the different kids that mm-hmm. are coming are, yeah. in, the kids that are staying consistent, that's your answer right there. Right, absolutely. Yeah, we do have the veterans keep coming back, um, but every but we do have a handful of new kids sure. every year or every expo. It's been great. And kids like to be called veterans. I can't be used to call the kids veterans. We do. We love it. With their chest held high. Yeah, like, we high. have a group of the OGs. Yeah, veterans. <laughs> we call them. They love it. Yes. 
They sure do. They, yeah. see, they would love to have a round table. Oh, man, just imagine how yes. that would go. If oh, you yeah. do do a round table, it has to be recorded. Oh, 100%. Sure. Yeah. I mean, visually recorded. Like, yeah. I, uh-huh. I need some there video on this because yeah. I want to see how this goes. This, oh, this can go sure. it'll be entertaining. so many different ways. We'll, oh, we'll get Ron Green in here or the boys over at Mesmerize or yeah. somebody. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll capture some video, uh-huh. too. That would be hilarious. Goal number six. Yeah, right. Just keep adding them up. See, these conversations create it. You're coming out of this with a lot of homework. I know. My notebook is full. Mm -hmm. All right, before we wrap, uh, I'd I'd like to leave our listeners with some pro tips, both how they can tap into the economic development opportunities and resources around here, and maybe some pro tips for uh, buyers and sellers alike uh, in in your world, Chris. We'll start with the with Amanda, but let's leave them with some pro tips, some some ideas about uh, things that they can begin to think about or or do, Amanda. And let's make sure that they have some points of contact, whatever's appropriate, website, email, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, let's help them out so they they kind of know where to go next. Right, absolutely. So the biggest thing is that everybody needs to know you can have your business here in Cherokee County. You don't need to drive anywhere. (laughs) You know, we uh, around the office say F the commute. We'll forget about it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So definitely we're here to help you, whether you're looking to start your business or grow a business, or if you're looking for office space, commercial space, industrial space, we're here to help you. So you can check us out um, at Cherokee Office of Economic Development. Uh, on social media, follow either our Cherokee Office of Economic Development handle. We also have Fresh Start Cherokee, which is kind of the umbrella for our entrepreneurship programs. Uh, my email is just asuter at org, or uh, just reach out and find me. I'm also on Facebook. Ooh, fantastic. Perfect. What a delight to have you in the studio. I hope you'll come back again. Maybe. You know, time. I'm a little shy. Uh, so well, you but, said uh, that, but I mean, you you've know, done you've so done, great. done a marvelous done job. Fantastic. Uh, so I know we didn't prep you with this, uh, Chris, but, but you are available. Veteran. So uh, yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> maybe just a couple of things, buyers, sellers alike, maybe for primary residential, maybe for getting out of renting and, and going to a new home, or maybe uh, for investment real estate. Let's just give them a few tidbits. The number one pro tip is reach out to Chris and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, let's leave them with I'm, a couple of things. I mean, you said it right there first. Reach out to me. <laughs> that's, a, that's your pro tip right there. <laughs> but, um, but seriously, um, I know we, we, we're in a... Uh, if you watch the news or if you're on social media, you see, you know, what's going on with the economy and you may be kind of timid on whether you should, you know, if right now is the right time to buy, right time to not, uh, right now is the right time to sell. And this, and my answer to that is it's never a bad time, right? It's just all about finding someone that you can work with and implement certain strategies. Have someone that could be strategic with you because we all have different goals, right? I told you one goal is to help renters. Turn, uh, turn renters into homeowners. That's one goal. But you may be as a seller to have like, hey, I have this house. How can I, and I want to buy more. I love my house, but I want to also add more. More. I want to grow my wealth. Well, then that's another strategy that we have to take, right? We have to take a different approach. So I, I, in a nutshell, I would just say, like you said, pro tip, call me and we can strategize no matter what it is that, that you want to do. But we would find the perfect solution for what it is you're trying to do, whether it's buying right now, whether it's selling your, your property, whether it's investing in real estate. I think um, you just need to align yourself with somebody that can that can share those strategies to help you reach those goals. So a very tactical aspect of that, it, to my way of thinking, and for what my opinion is worth, um, you That's touched right. on That's it earlier. You are incredibly articulate and people do want to hear what you have to say. And I think a big reason for that is you also are an incredibly 
good listener. And I, I, I think that's a quality I would want in a in a realtor. Oh, that thought. We need to crop that out again so I can take that home. <laughs> I want to take that home. And somebody said I was a great listener. Thank you. Yeah. Apparently it's situational. <laughs> oh, ouch. Oh, ouch. Oh, I'm just kidding. kidding. All right. So if our listeners want to reach out and have, have a conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, best way to reach out to me, um, this realtor is dope. Um, that's on every platform, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and you can find everything about me except my blood type. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming in. Thanks for, for, for your inspiration, your input this morning, and thanks for what you're doing in the community, man. We're, uh, Thank you. We're blessed to have you in, in our circle. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity just to come in and kick it and also to be the first person that's right. We're the first yeah. people. Now you guys are the OGs. So we're going to be the OGs. Radio, yes. As this goes forward, you are. when this blows up, we could say. <laughs> we were there first. We, were, we, were we, there. we appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you so thank much you. for coming today. Uh, thank you. Thank you for um, inviting me. Thank you. Yes. All right, Renee, Amy, events, programs, contact. Yes. Let's make sure that, that we wrap with that. Yes. Yeah, so tomorrow we are going to be at the um, – Chambers Schmooza Palooza at the Woodstock City Church uh, from four to seven p.m. So come see us there. We have our wood our um, next Kid Biz Expo will be on Saturday, October first, from ten to two at Crabapple Market in Milton, Georgia. And you can find us at on all the platforms at Kid Biz Expo um, and. Um, did I miss anything? No, those are the next upcoming events. We're still working on our next workshop. But yep, our absolutely. Next workshop those is, is our next expo is the biggest one. It's our last one of the year. So um, yep. come out and support these kiddos. We're hoping to push past fifty kids this time. Yep. Yeah, we have the space. We can do more than that. Registration um, is open for that, so you can find us on um, on the platforms and get the link to that as well. And also, I will plug as a five hundred one c three nonprofit oh, organization, yes. we are gladly welcoming sponsorships for this next expo and for continuing all of our programs fantastic all right so if someone's interested in sponsoring bringing a kid or just getting involved in in any way what's the best way for them to reach out and and get that information or or visit with one of you uh kidexpo.com or on all social handles at kid expo kid biz expo kid biz expo i apologize yes (laughs) well that's why you both came right yes we complete each other (laughs) yes it is so needed we need Uh, each other well thank you both for the work that you're doing it's it's important work we we really appreciate you and we're so excited for you and, and and so uh uh, interested in, in watching this whole effort unfold. Everybody in the room feels this way. Mm. Everybody that that I've met hanging out at the at the event feels that way. And uh, keep up the good work. We're going to do what we can here, and we're. I think uh, our listeners can look forward to hearing some interesting stories and getting mm-hmm. some some exciting perspectives as we do Kid Biz Radio. But uh, Hang in there. Keep up the good work. Thank you. And let Thank us you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. This is Stone Payton for our guest today, Amanda Suter, Chris Tom, our host, Renee Deerdorf, and Amy Guest, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Kid Biz Radio.